Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Fanboy Modeling School, the only podcast stupid enough to live stream the fall of democracy. I am your host, the Fat Mantis, and I'm here with my other host, Storm the Capitol Wild Bill Steve. <laughs> Yo, Rippy, you're going to get us canceled. He's kidding. He's, he's, he's Steve the curmudgeon. We I'm were so- not there. We I'm were sorry, not folks. there. I'm Don minutes. Lemon, and I'm filling in for Steve tonight. <laughs> I've come to talk Yo, serious journalism. <laughs> Yo, Don Lemon was the guy in the eagle suit. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see there's a there's a mascot, eagle mascot running around? You know what's <laughs> crazy? I love I love the shot of the two black guys that were there at the rally. The one guy that was in the Senate house, he's just standing there like <laughs> and then the other guy that's out the other guy's outside with a mohawk. I've seen so many great memes, but we'll get to that later. How you doing, big guy? Yo, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Other than blasted technology, I'm doing good, man. I spent a lot of my day, not all of it, but a fair amount of my day trying to work out a little, some new tech I got for Christmas. And okay. I, I, it only works some of the time. So I'm still <laughs> still getting there, people. So don't, I know you want to call me old. It's, it's not that I'm old. It's that I'm incompetent. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with my age. I'm just age, a moron. <laughs> no, dude, you it's I'm in the same boat as you. My uh my other co-host uh Zach, I think I've officially ended our relationship where we can I can ask him tech questions. I I hit him up with a tech question in text and he was like, "Yeah, no idea." <laughs> like this. Oh, he pretends not to know because he's done with you. No, like he'll build like if I give him my computer and I'm like, "Hey, can you look at this?" I'm sure he would do it in a heartbeat. And uh but uh you know, I'm not the easiest guy to guide when it comes to these things. So that's why I try to be patient. But you got some new tech. You got a new mic. I see you got a new bo- uh, new screen and the mic that's made its way into the videos. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 So I got the new mic. Um, you know, I got a mixer and I also got, you know, I got some headphones, which these are, these are my old headphones. Right. Right. These that's still have like the nasty black plastic that's coming off. People always asking me, they're like, why are your ears bleeding black? I'm like, no, that's decaying headphone. But <laughs> <laughs> deteriorating as well. I'm a speaking. I, I, I just um, gotta, I could correct you on one thing, Roy. I just, you know, it's just as, as, uh, you're a gearhead now, you're a serious podcaster now. It's an audio interface. I don't want anyone to, to jam you up and ask you what type of mixer you have. It's an audio interface. Audio interface. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, my mixer, I love it. I've named her Sheila. Um, but yo, how was your, your holidays? What, what, did you get anything good? Uh, holidays were great, man. Uh, you know, I'm a parent, so I want everything to go to the kids. So they got right. a bunch of, they got three scooters, uh, you know, various, uh, got a game console that they're for the oldest one. The little ones got a bunch of toys and I got the gift, excuse me, whew, I got the gift of uh, watching them open that stuff, spending time with them. And it's true, man. It's like, you really do enjoy that. I got some really cool sweats. I also got a, we got a really great gift that. I'm sure I can't talk about it on air because my wife would be furious with me. But needless to say, we got a really good gift. A gift. A Whoa. gift. A gift for, <laughs> we got a gift for the house. Gift. <laughs> it, was a, it was a gift for the house, and I'm really happy. I'm grateful. A sex swing. No. no <laughs> These kids wouldn't let us do anything like that. You See, that's why I know you're not married. They're not letting you. They're like, the swing is ours. <laughs> Give us this damn thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know, I was gonna say that, like you know, even us, us childless people, yeah. you know, we we you know, we still have the you know, we have the urge to have kids, and when we want, we basically we yearn to have kids to have a Christmas with. And so you know, we know, we know, but God has cursed us to be childless, <laughs> you know, and uh, to wake up alone and to drink early every day and so that's 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 my burden while you're you know you're living a normal natural oh no so i i would not put too much emphasis on a normal natural me and my wife are in fight mode for our lives her so more than me because i have to exit the building at a certain point and she's just like all right i'm making it out of this but the three of you won't (laughs) (laughs) shout out to Mrs. Curmudgeon, the love of my life. <laughs> oh yeah, I love. I, you know, I loved hearing her voice on New Year's. No, I'm serious. I see her. I see her. I see her on Instagram all the time. I, you know, we, we. I can't remember the last time we actually spoke, but it was great. You know, you put her on the phone. It was cool. It was cool hearing from her. You know, I know. I think the last time that you guys have actually seen each other in person is when you came and helped us move into the old house, and you stayed. With, no, it was after that. You came no, after that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. A few times. It was right? after I, I had a bad breakup and my life had deteriorated, <laughs> and you were like cheering me up, and you're like, "You, you can stay in my man cave, and we'll, we'll watch movies and bug out." <laughs> that was very helpful, man. Awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You know, sometimes the only thing we can do for each other is guys like. Why don't you come to my house, eat some food, watch movies, <laughs> like, we'll hang out. <laughs> Sometimes that's honestly the best remedy. It's true. Yeah, it's true. You know? What yeah. did we we watched a bunch of stuff that when you were up here we watched like the strain and like we binged watched the first. I, I think that was the thing. first time I saw because you kept going on. We had to watch um what what's the movie with the evil doll? Evil doll. Oh, Annabelle. Annabelle. Right. We saw Annabelle. We watched, yeah, we watched a bunch of horror flicks. It follows and, yeah. and like stuff like that. And well, I, yeah, we you, the- you were beasting on the Lord of the Rings game, by, yeah. by the way. I was deep into it, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because uh, I, when I came back from California, I got the sequel. And I could not. Uh, same thing. Like, I was so deep into it. Like, people were trying to reach me. And they're like, hey, man, you want to hang out? I'm like, No. <laughs> I'm stuck in that. <laughs> I only have two hours to play this game, and that's what I'm playing. <laughs> but but yo, I'm, I'm ge- yeah, I'm gearing. That's awesome. I am gearing up to go back out. Like, I can't wait for this vaccine. Well, basically. Oh yeah, the vaccine. I, you said this before the show. You were like, you're gearing up to go out. I thought maybe you went crazy on me or something like that. You were like, I'm going out no matter what happens. No, no, no. I, I haven't become. I haven't. I haven't become a, like a, a non-COVID. Like you know, one of the non-believers. No, uh, uh, I have. I have sense, but I'm saying if people are saying by March or April, that's when the weather gets good. Yo, yeah. I'm working out extra hard. I'm gonna. Yo, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get my. I'm gonna get an early beach body, and I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna live it up. As soon as the people are scared to get the shot, I will take five doses. Thank you very much. Give me all three. Give me the good one, the medium grade one, and the low one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the ghetto one they're going to give the black people. Right? <laughs> yeah, I love how they're like, well, we have one that's 95%, one that's 94 and one that's 70%. And I was like, well, I know which one the hood is getting. <laughs> you know what the crazy thing about this, though, is uh, the irony is so many black African-Americans, I, w- I won't say black people, I could just some African-Americans are very paranoid about taking it. But if they start giving us the wrong stuff, that's going to turn on their head really quick. I'm going to take it. Enough of all these shenanigans. Before we get to WB, before right. we get to the protests, I yeah. want to ask you about Satan. What about him? <laughs> so, Steve, and uh, this is a, uh, a viewers, this is a cleverly crafted question. 
the story of Satan. You know the origin of Satan? Okay, uh, this seems like a trick question, but yes. I know. Oh, is it? <laughs> uh, what, what is the origin? You can give me uh, brief, brief highlights. Or are, we, are we talking whatever. about? A, are we talking about the same biblical origin of Satan, or are we talking about some? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, what do you know of Satan's origin? The short, you know, the short oh, version. We don't want to put Sa- people. To yeah, Satan is a created being cast out of paradise by God. Oh, okay. So tell me, what book of the Bible is that in? What book of the Bible does it describe Satan being cast out? Um, it's not Genesis, and that's what a lot of people think it is. It's not actually Genesis. I think they actually talk about it more in um I wanna say they talk about it in Oh no, this is a, this is a trick question. You're gonna get me to talk <laughs> you're gonna get me to talk about that that book, aren't you? <laughs> the book of Enoch. That's right. So you know, it, the fallen angel is mentioned multiple times in the Bible, but his origin is not discussed. However, where is it found? It's found in the book of Enoch. Now, the reason folks. why I am z- why I am zinging Steve right now <laughs> is he was mocking the book of Enoch um, in his other podcast, talking with a dad. He was like, "It's some crazy shenanigans, silliness." Hold book. on for a second. I was for like, second. "That's the That's, origin of Satan in there." That, wait, what I said is, what I said is, anyone that ever quotes the book of Enoch to you, just know that you're in for a ride. Because they never quote right. the book of Enoch to be like, oh, here is its uh, theological relevance and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, my mom's an alien and I can prove it by reading the book of Enoch. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like Revelations. It's one of those really trippy, weirdo things. It's a, right? de- so the, it's a non-canonized book that never made it in. <laughs> it has historical reference. <laughs> actually, you know who mentions it? You know who actually mentions it? Yes. Jesus. Jesus. I mean, but he, there's a, He mentioned the book of enoch he doesn't quote let me it, ask you but... a question let me ask you a question what's the name of the church you go to i go to pleasantville presbyterian church i want you to walk in there tell you tell your pastor that from now on we will be reading from the book of enoch and i want <laughs> <laughs> and i want you to this is a man who's obviously gone to theological seminary i assume He's a Presbyterian, yeah. and they have a pretty uh intense and robust theological seminary and training and Rather than bore our viewers with the entire reason why the Book of Enoch is not considered canonized, uh, I'll just say this. You show me one person who's ever referenced anything from the book, not discrediting in the book, who's ever referenced something from the book that hasn't gone on to a complete rant of insanity <laughs> right afterwards. I did not expect that question to go in that direction, but that was well rephrased. You are right. It, it tends to, it is the crazier of, it's the crazier, it's one of the crazier books. Um, but no, I, I, I admit they're not going to, they yeah, don't, we, you know, my own church, they don't like that I read Gnostic Gospels. They don't like that I read like the Gnostic yeah. stuff. And just, um, just just to be clear, Enoch is not in the Gnostic Gospels. And we can talk about the Gnostic Gospels another right, time. Right, right, right. I'm not going to disrespect anyone, right? Here's what I'm going to say, though. Like, I think that if you ever want to know – man, I'm going to choose my, ne- my next words really carefully because I don't want your channel to get demonetized. The Gnostic Gospels are quite possibly uh, responsible for Christianity's, quote, unquote, greatest enemy. And I'll leave it right there. Boom. D- I'll leave it. I'll leave it right there. <laughs> like, uh, wait, 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 so, for all of you out there who don't know, we continue to talk when we finish our podcast. We're going to continue this conversation later. Yes. But I'm just letting you, yo, kids out there, if you want to know 
the origin of Satan, go find a book of Enoch. You can so find it in like Barnes kids, and Noble. Kids, 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 <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> kids, if you really want to read something really interesting, and this is a canonized book, uh, read the book of Job. And I think that has the most interesting story regarding Satan and all yes, of the whole of the Bible. Because you're just like, I oh, well, that's pretty weird. Because at one point, God literally says, hey, you, Lucifer, we've been out all day. And he's like, oh, you know, I've been running around to and through, checking out the earth, seeing what's going down. And it's like, it's a weird dynamic. But if you're a comic book reader, that's a real, that's a weird dichotomy. We can talk about that another time. Roy right, brought right. this up because he's trolling me because our other podcast got trolled by some yeah. colorful individual. A, a big fan of the Book of Enoch, <laughs> apparently. This one was a huge book of the fan of Enoch. Like, way bigger than me. Way bigger than me. And, and you know, and it's, it's amazing that uh, her responses <laughs> to everything we said, it was exactly what I thought it would be. She's just like, she's like cross-breeding, you morons. <laughs> and I'm just like... <laughs> She's like, I love how she's citing all these things. She's like, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Just read the book of Enoch as if that's a, like a thing that will prove it. She's like, of course, aliens are here. And of course, they're crossbreeding with us. Just read the book of Enoch. <laughs> she got really mad about this one statement. Uh, I had talked about agriculture because I had asked the real question. I've watched a lot of Star Trek and there's a lot of plot lines about that, you know, about what the Vulcans. I know that's a, a new canon type of thing, quote unquote. Uh, but how aliens help advance the uh, the human race when the Federation, the early days of the Federation. And one of the things they mentioned briefly is agriculture. So I've always wondered that. I'm like, oh, and the, you know, intergalactic space travel. Uh, in spite of what my co-host said, I thought I was wrong. It's actually not intergalactic space travel. They want to know if you're able to leave your immediate galaxy. If I remember the exact rules correctly. But we can go about that. No, system, solar system. So your solar system. So, yeah. so, solar system. They want to know if you can get out of there. But this this person was very upset with us. And uh, I believe they gave us our first downvote for talking with a dad as well. Give oh, us a th- my God. God. <laughs> give us a thumbs down. But I don't care about that. There's enough crazy people on YouTube to go around. Right? Is it? Oh uh, yeah, we, I think we were just talking about that earlier, right? And, we were talking about the crazy people we watch on YouTube. Um, but yo, if you don't have haters, you're not doing it right. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? So like, haters absolutely. have to, if, haters are gonna hate and they're gonna be there. And like, so once you start gaining a group of hate, people who hate you, like think about it this way: if if there isn't someone who wakes up every morning and goes, "Man, I wish that fool was dead," dead. about you. Yeah. Then you're not living life, my friend. It's true. <laughs> you're it's true. doing something wrong. <laughs> and in my reformed life, I realize now I've left a laundry list of people who are like, man, I wish that motherfucker was dead. But I'm glad he's doing so well. <laughs> right. Here's the thing. Because right? you, you remember you're a Christian. You're like, you look over the cross and you're like, yeah, but I'm so happy for him and his career as a doctor and that beautiful model wife he got. <laughs> you, know what, you know what's really crazy is like... Uh, in regards to like uh, the conversation with aliens and stuff like that, this is topic sub A, right for the show right now. Yeah. The countdown to start. Now I'm a believer, and I believe only in what's been revealed in the written word. But that doesn't mean I don't believe in science, right? A lot of people they can't reconcile these two things. So I, I believe that science starts to catch up with the stories of the Bible, not vice versa. Very unpopular uh, opinion. I believe in a. The seven, eight, I, I believe in the seven yom, which means age. I don't believe in the literal seven day creation story. Right, right, I, yes. I, I, like, so. No, I'm with you. I believe believe in that as well. So uh, the the interesting thing is in regards to aliens, man. Um, they're not real, right? They're not real. 
to me. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, you know, been, wait, hold on, hold on. I want to own on the record what's going on. To you, honestly, in your heart of hearts, you don't believe that. Uh, here's the different differences of things. Right. You don't believe that there are aliens exist in this galaxy anywhere, or you don't believe they've come and visited us and abducted us and done stuff. <laughs> and done butt stuff. <laughs> yeah, butt stuff. <laughs> no, what I believe is that there is no revelation about them in scripture. So I don't have anything to go off of. I don't even have any concrete evidence outside of being a believer that they exist, right? So I hold aliens to the same type of uh, I hold them to the same the same scrutiny that non-believers hold the Bible to, right? There is no literal proof proof right there is none it's all faith-based there is no tangible physical proof that they exist you couldn't produce it right now oh my god he's gonna get me started (laughs) right now (laughs) you could not you could not present it and show me anything that you didn't have to go to google to find right now there is no no but (laughs) here's what i'm saying here's what i'm saying (laughs) some of these people come back with radiation burns how do you explain that like yeah what people I'll, I was going to look his name up right now. Yeah, Google him. This Google Brazilian him. farmer. <laughs> yeah, Google that one guy that got burns on his arm from an encounter. No, it's not <laughs> just one. They're all over the place. <laughs> They're all over the place. Do they meet on Tuesdays in their mother's basement to discuss their various different Actually, the, you know, the, the dude, wait, the dude, the dude from um, Fire in the Sky had radiation burns when he came back. <laughs> oh, did he? The guy from that one time with the movie that got made about him? <laughs> did he? I'm saying in the real, in the real, in the real deal thing. This is <laughs> the real deal. Oh, thing. here we go. Antonio Villas Boas. Oh yeah, Brazilian farmer. Uh-huh. Brazilian farmer was abducted in 1957. Right. Let me ask you a question. Do you he, believe? Do you believe in demons? Yeah. So, in your mind, there's no difference between a universe that exists with aliens and then a universe that exists with demons, right? So here's what it is. The ancient alien guys will have the balls and the audacity to claim that they're one and the same. I, they could be one and the same. I don't think they are one and the same. Like, I, I honestly, I, like, you know how you're using the Bible as evidence as well, whether there's aliens or not. I believe. No, no, no. What I, what I said exactly, folks, and I wanted this to stay on the record. There is no revelation about them in the Bible. That's to say that there's no recorded encounters in the Bible. And so. What, I, what I'm saying is I hold aliens, and I want this to stay on the record for all you trolls that are going to come after me. I hold them to the exact same level of scrutiny that people hold the Bible to. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can't, I can't even take you seriously, bro. I can't even take you seriously. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> is that an infuriating position for me to take? Is it not fair? It is. It, it's, it's, is it not it's consistent? Fa- it's fair, but it's just an asshole move. It's an asshole move. I am the curmudgeon. I am the curmudgeon. Yeah, you you are the curmudgeon. You're hating, but I'm I'm telling you right now, these aliens. Yeah. Um. Here's what I'm saying. There, there's this phenomenon has to be something. What? You, want, you can't you can't what tell me all these people are just hillbillies getting abducted. I wouldn't say these <clears> hillbillies getting abducted. I mean, it's it's people inter- seeing weird shit. It's yeah. uh, it's interesting to think about, right? And it's interesting to to ponder it. But uh, when I look at the, uh, maybe if the information was coming from different sources, right, and it wasn't so muddled with so many other weird sources, then I would take it a bit more serious, 
you know, I would take the information being presented seriously. But the fact is that aliens are drowned. The, the very serious people who take this topic seriously are drowned out and are washed over with people who are, I, in my estimation, and this is just according to Steve, looking for something and hoping that it is and building off of the story and the narrative, right? So until I see something, and that, and this is just, you know, this is why I say this is all faith-based. In the end, and a lot of people mm-hmm. are very infuriated when I say that because you're taking the information secondhand from other people the same way, you know, people would accuse Peter and Mark of being liars. I'm like, but you're recounting the same information to me and I'm supposed to take you at your word. You know, I, I'm taking you at your word. So that's that's why I say so, with it. Now, in, uh, a fun, in a fun way, what type of aliens are we talking about? See, this is something that me and Zach talked about. Everyone wants the cute, cuddly aliens that are going to come here and be of a certain disposition. ETs, like this ET yeah, be of a certain guns. disposition. What if there are aliens that come here and like, you know, you've been weighed and found wanting. Your civilization is shit. You are shit. So it's either servitude or we destroy the planet. Which well, yeah, so wait, hold on. I've been exp- I've been explaining this, and this is is in my opinion mm-hmm. the fallacy of a lot of alien invasion stories, or even, for instance, the Man of Steel movie. Right, 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 right. They did have say, the power. Did you say fallacy. Yeah, total total lies, man. See, this is the problem. Here's the with thing. their with their whole thing. You got to fought. You got to start it off with a. Sub- this is my subjective opinion on this. This is not concrete. no, but I'm saying think about it. Think, think, okay. think about it this way. Okay, if they have the power, right. To travel thousands of light years, right, in their lifespan, uh-huh. which is a feat beyond belief. Their level of technology is crazy. Yeah. Why would they want Earth? Why is Earth unique? And it ha- so basically, they could terraform any planet they want. They could move anywhere they want. They could live in a space station or on another planet. Why, why not choose Mars? Why take Earth? Wait, like everyone's always assuming they're gonna t- jack Earth for some reason. Well, here's the thing, right? I mean. But it begs the question. It's not so much a fallacy as, like, it depends on your disposition. Because then you turn that argument on top of itself, and it's like, well, why is the assumption that they would come here for any peaceful endeavor, right? So you got to give both validity. What's so great about Earth that they would come here and be like, oh, wow, man, you guys are great. What, right, really, and if we start to examine humanity as a whole, what would make us stand out to an alien race and not have malicious tent? Maybe they so check come this right, out. So maybe they didn't have a malicious intent when they showed up, but like I was telling Zach, if they're capable of traveling out of their own solar system, if they're capable of terraforming other planets, and maybe there's a reason they're not terraforming Mars, you know, dense metals could be useless to them, right? So it could be a totally useless thing. But water seems to be something that is universally needed, right? We're, we're just going off our own biological. They must, I, I'm assuming, I don't know what they can do, but I right. assume they can create water but if they, they can they, travel. Yeah, you, but, you, know. you, you see, there's, that's what I'm talking about. I'm this, is all, this is all based on a lot of assumptions. My thing, though, is based off of us, right? So they show up here. Let's say they are peaceful people, right? They are a people looking to bridge uh, cultures. We have to make some more assumptions. What would make them want to invite us into their intergalactic council? Look at the Earth, man. Look, what about the... <laughs> look, at, look at the things that well, inhabit it. The worst thing about well, Earth is people. So, yo, you know what the big... You know what's interesting? Yeah. Here's actually a reason why they might might be. And so this okay. might be... This is su- pseudo-proof, not, not stamped proof. There's, oh, there's no so, proof here. There's only opinions, it, but go ahead. It would appear... <laughs> it, it would appear... Yes. That not only did um, UFO sightings right. after nuclear bombs were dropped, uh-huh. but most the majority of sightings of UFOs and situations happen near and around places where nuclear weapons are held. Fact, bro. 
Wait. And there is Wait, a thing that they Wait, hold on. Let's pull that back for a second. Which part of that is a fact? A fact that people have said these are the most common. Is that the fact? What is the fact there? Is it a fact? Yo, that- you know what? You know what? Yes, it is. I see what he's doing right now, and so you know what? We are going to have an episode where I bring out maps and charts and all sorts of things. I'll have all your facts for you, but what? They're not. We have to look at what the word fact means before we start using it. <laughs> uh, here's, here's the thing, folks, right? I don't want you to think that the curmudgeon is just being a dick to be a, for no reason. It's I hold them. I hold this whole thing under the same scrutiny that people place on people who believe in, uh, in God. And I think it's only fair. I think that I should be able to bust up the alien party the same way people like to poo on Christians and other. I feel that. No, I feel. I so you know what I usually I do? I usually go to Jacob Javits Center where they have their alien convention, and I stand out there. I don't do anything too crazy, nothing with a Bible or anything like that. And I just sit there and I, I allow people to try to inundate me or enroll me into their belief system. And I'm that guy that's like, oh, that makes sense. Can you explain this thing to me? And then I won't leave them alone. I'll get their phone numbers. I'll call them. I'll go to their group meetings, show up in their group chats, and I constantly keep asking questions. Never disrespectful, you understand. I just... No, no. I just you, you always to- just have that smart-ass smirk <laughs> on your face. <laughs> you just want to... <laughs> you're going you're gonna to have that smirk, and you go, yeah, sure. Sure. And what, what, what else? What else? Gray-skinned aliens? Okay. Okay. They probed you, did they? <laughs> For people watching this, YouTube, I can't emulate that. I can't. I can't mimic his smirk. But you know the smirk. So this this was after the third time in rehab. You said this happened. You were adopted. Makes sense. Klonopin. <laughs> oh, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so, how was your New Year's, man? I know we said we were over the shenanigans, but I just want to hear you. How was it, man? Did you have a good time? I did, and you know, I think I might be the only person I know who's having like a good, uh, good New Year. Actually, it seems that everyone is either like seasonally depressed or grumpy or doesn't have energy to do shit. I feel super invigorated. I'm loving it. Yeah. You know, obviously, you know, uh, the other day wasn't wasn't amazing for anyone in America, but except for except for a guy dressed as a buffalo, <laughs> he had the greatest day ever. <laughs> he he was having a ball, man. And of course, if you guys are living under a rock. Yes, we are, of course, are talking about the MAGA party that ha- was happening at the Capitol the other day. Dude, hold on for a second. Let's talk about Buffalo Bill a little bit more. Do you know what he- is that, Yo, I looked him up. His actual real name is, in, or what he calls himself, Indian Jack. Yeah. Uh, he calls himself Indian Jack. And he calls himself a QAnon shaman. Yeah, I know. Whatever I know. the hell that is. Dude, uh, it's funny because when I saw that word QAnon, I had that... Uh... A progressive moment when I was trying to pronounce quinoa. I'm looking at him like quinoa, and I realized what it was. Uh, that guy had the best day in 2021. You know, he was probably he was standing up there at the podium. He's like, my mom told me I wouldn't amount to shit, but here <laughs> I am <laughs> at the podium, folks. <laughs> like I did it. I made it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that's hysterical. (laughs) He's living the dream. There's a guy who was dressed as an eagle, a mascot eagle. Just a lot of shenanigans going on. And let's go through it chronologically. I want to hear it uh, uh, according to uh, to Mantis. So you woke up at what time yesterday when this was all happening? What? How did your day? I mean, I mean, uh, you know, I woke up at like I usually wake up at eight or nine, depending or whatever. Right. So you know, it wasn't wasn't anything. I was just living. I was just doing my day, going through my day. 
and I had seen someone, I think it was Ali Beth Stuckey. Um, you know, she's 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 a biblical analyzer on 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 YouTube and, and Twitter. Um, she just said, Oh my god, the Trump rally has moved into the Capitol on Twitter. And I kind of I didn't even think about it. I was like, okay, whatever. And I just kept doing what I was doing. I was doing some digital art, I was doing my thing, I'm having a good day. Right. And then my sister called me and she's like, Yo, they're invading the Capitol. And my sister's like, I love my sister. She's a bit of an extremist sometimes. <laughs> and I was like, they're not invading nothing. And then I turned on the news and I was like, oh, snap, they're invading the Capitol. Because <laughs> I, I wasn't watching any of the news for the rally in the first place because that just wouldn't be something I'd be into. Right. You know, some guys trying to fight the election. It's like, whatever. Um, but like the fact that it, it got so out of hand. You know, it escalated really quickly. I, you know, to be honest, the fact that it went into nighttime, I, I thought it was going to move on into the night. Like they were going to stay all night or something. And then they don't have, there were a lot of old people there. They didn't have the wherewithal for that. But I don't, I'm sorry, folks. I, I just got a new camera. So I'm trying to figure, I keep looking at Mir's face, but I mean to look at the camera. Wait, wait, wait. Look, wait, look back at me. Wait, 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 there. Wait, no, the other one. There, that's it. You're looking, I'm a, you're looking, I'm, at look, I'm looking at the camera. Just, you're looking at the camera. <laughs> it's, it's weird it's absolutely weird i never know what i'm looking at <laughs> so, uh the crazy thing about it was man so let me tell you about my day we woke up uh my wife was up earlier than i as usual with these uh, uh hellions we call children and then we were just doing our day man like i didn't pay attention to the news at all yesterday which is a rarity for me i usually start my day off by watching rising on uh youtube because i love uh they're dynamic. the uh, The young lady is uh, a progressive. the The young man is a non corporatist uh, Republican. If you need to know what that means, hit me up on the side, and I'll explain. It basically just means he's not like a career politician that believes in career Republican things, right? And the the pursuit of staying in power, at whatever cost. And uh, nothing, nothing popping, nothing popping. And then right before I go get my haircut. Like an hour, it's like one o'clock. I see that there's a rally. They're starting to like, you know, kind of gather. It's getting unruly. And when I'm going off to go get my haircut, my wife's like, "They're they're invading the Capitol." And I'm like, "No, they're not." And I put on this dude I watch on YouTube called right, Amazing, Unbelievable Amazing Lucas, and he's live streaming it. And I'm like, "Holy smokes, they're going for it!" These crazy SOBs. So then I'm watching this whole thing play out now. And the craziest part about it. So we'll, I guess we'll talk about all the different emotions we each had but the one thing i couldn't believe was i was like man this is really happening like and it was really easy <laughs> it was really really easy for them to breach almost Yo, insanely easy Go ahead. one of the best tweets of the day i saw with somebody says i no longer am amazed that nicholas cage was able to steal the declaration of the independence <laughs> Because you can now just walk up. You could just me and my friends could just walk up in any government building. We oh, want to do it. Wait, well, listen, me and Roy are two balanced uh, Christians, man. But uh, we ain't walking up in nowhere, Roy. Let's let's be honest. Yeah, that, yeah, no, obviously, I don't want to scare anyone out there. I know we live in sensitive times. People are scared every minute. No, I'm not. We're not walking up into anything. No, no, I'm I'm saying, I, I'm saying that you and I, in particular, we would have ran up and they were like those two. Yes. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on on how bad bad a crime I am. I've, I, you know, I'm always the first one spotted for everything. I'm accused of crimes I don't even commit all the time, just because I stand out. But yo, that 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 it was just like 
how could they just do this? And it, it was it it uh, for a while, for a second there, everyone was going coup. It's a coup. It's a coup. After a while, you realize they were just idiot jokers. Yeah. Like you saw the guy with the podium. He stole the podium, and he's like yeah. smiling. And like yeah. they they had no plan. They had no nothing. They don't know what they were doing. They just kind they kind of just went with it. The crazy you know? the crazy thing about it. All right, so. Now, in hindsight, obviously, I've watched a lot of footage on Trump's rally prior to that. And, you know, you, I, that's the type of person I am. I want to know what happened chronologically. Like, give me the beginning, give me the middle, and give me the end. And we'll figure out all the stuff in between that. Well, apparently the day before, he did say, when he was announcing the, uh, the rally, he tweeted and he said, everyone should come there. It's going to get wild. Yes. And, yeah. and the news is talking about that phrase now, getting yes. wild. What does he yeah. mean by that? Did he know this was going to happen? <laughs> uh I don't think, and I'm not in so I'm so. Let me be on the record of saying this: I'm not a guy who defends Trump for the sake of defending Trump. What I do is not allow people to typecast him as the most evil person on the planet Earth and Earth in its recorded history. He's a jackass for sure. Most evil would not Second give him that. that. To, yeah, I would not give him that title. That he's not, not Darth mean. Vader. I, you no, know, he's yeah. not the Emperor. Certainly yeah. not. I wouldn't say. I mean, yeah, he's an he's an evil man. I will say that. There are some policies of his that I think that his his brashness has helped a great deal in America, and we needed someone to do that. Like we definitely needed someone to step in and go, "Hey, I'll I'll bomb you back." Right? No one had yes. ever considered that as a strategy against <laughs> Kim Jong. Right? Well, the Democrats certainly didn't think so, <laughs> and, and neither did the Republicans. And that's where we're going to go with this whole thing at some point. One day we got to really address the state of the Republican Party, right? Because they're they're right. complicit in this whole thing too, and I won't let conservatives f- forget that. Uh, so, but at, at any rate, he's not the devil. But he did say wild. So I'm assuming you know he's an old guy. Old guys say wild. You know, I got guys that come into my job all right. the time. They're 80 years old. They're like, oh, that's wild. I'm like, no, sir, that's the price. All right, like you're gonna pay it. Like you pay it, or you're gonna leave. <laughs> but I did. Did he mean to incite it? Irrelevant. Is he culpable? Yes. Yes, he is. I agree. I would absolutely agree. I would absolutely agree. And to be honest, I honestly think the smartest way to deal with this, like, you know, Ilhan Omar started drafting documents of impeachment as if within the next 13 days or we're going to pull that off. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, they can't they couldn't they couldn't pass like a jaywalking bill in 13 days, let alone <laughs> impeach a president. Well, I will say this. Uh, the smartest thing that everyone could do and politically for himself, Pence should enact the 25th amendment so that's it's, it's interesting you say that finish your point because here's what i'm saying pence is already known as the world's biggest yes man people right. cra- crap on this dude every he's been a political joke since he's taken office he actually used to be a political powerhouse in, in, in you know in indiana and since he's taken this job he's a yes man he's a fool yeah. he doesn't do anything right. this is one chance to actually show he has balls but also what what is politics? Politics is turning on your boys when it's the right time. That's why I don't do politics because you have to be a traitor. But that is right. part of politics. Yeah. Knowing when when to hold them and when to fold them. And right now, everyone is turning on Trump. The smart thing for Pence to do is to enact it so he, for his own future career. So that here, people want to do business with him in the future. I don't disagree with anything that you said. I'm just going to give you a, a, a counter, an old contrary mon frere, if you will. The issue with that is uh, what they're worried about. I don't know this is factual. I'm, I'm I'm guessing. I am guessing for all of you sleuths on the internet. This is what you call conjecture and subjective projection of <laughs> yes, opinion. <we> <laughs> <laughs> um, 
75 million people, maybe even more than that, voted for Trump in this election. What they were hoping to do was galvanize that base and keep that base going for another four years, right? And I think they did. And I think uh, a guy like Pence, he has been a yes man. I won't, I won't, I won't deny that. I was telling my wife the other day. I actually feel really bad for Pence in regards to like. I think he was one of those what you would call not a useful idiot because he's not a dumb man. He was a guy who got tapped and probably should have been the first guy in history to go. No, I don't want to be your vice president. Like stand on your convictions. Because convictions matched up against the guy you're about to work for. Everyone that's touched Trump's uh, presidency, their career is in question right now. Not so much as in question as the senators who still voted, uh, who still said nay. Who are like, nay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So those guys, Ted Cruz and the boys. Holly that- got his book deal retracted. You heard about this? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they were going to publish a book and they're like, we're not anymore because you did that. Yeah, and here's the crazy. All right, man. So I I don't mean to be all over the place. Pence can't enact the Twenty Fifth Amendment any more than they could impeach him. It's it doesn't it's irrelevant at this point. It would be a, a like a pursuit and a, thirteen days. It would be a symbol. It'd be a symbol. It's, just it's, a symbol. No, and it'd be it'd be a mighty one. I don't think it's a symbol you want to send to the left, unfortunately, because then it's really going to galvanize another group of people that you know. I'm not sure I want them frothing at the mouth like, yeah, yeah, we got them on the ropes. I think that the best thing to do at this point is for – this is your channel, man, so I'm gonna, I'm, I'm just going to lay it out, bro. I think the best thing at this point for a guy like Pence is to come out of Egypt. And if you're a believer, you know exactly what I'm saying. Come out, yeah. of, come out of Egypt, man. It's, uh, the fight's over. You, you, you have to declare your, you know, your, your dependency – on your beliefs and not this political system, because I don't think you can trust conservatives at this point, right? Like it's, it's going to a weird place. Like these guys are all, they want to keep that Trump base going for their own political careers, especially a guy like Ted Cruz. And it's just going to get weirder at this point. Right? Because now here, here's the thing, right? So all the rhetoric that goes into like, we're fighting against a communist country, blah, blah, blah. Just think about how much is going to ramp up now, right? So now they've lost the majority, right? <laughs> right? They've they, officially it's been a you you know usually the bounce back for a democratic president, especially you know in our lifetime, a very progressive president has been they haven't had a, the Democrats haven't had a majority control, but now the Democrats do again. I believe I don't know if I can't remember if they had a majority control with Obama. No, they didn't. So now it's like, what happens? What's the next step? Right? Like, and it's it's just gonna get weird, dude. It's gonna get very, very weird. I, I, so here's the order of events as we know them know them to be. Uh, Trump randomly says the vice president who oversees all Senate hearings or sh- is supposed to. They usually don't show up to all of them because they're they're just a figurehead. Um, can can uh, what is it? Object to or remove or not accept? Um. Uh, electors he thinks are fake or fraudulent, fraudulently voted in, mm-hmm. right? Which is actually not true. Nowhere in the Constitution does it say that, but he says that. Then later on, when his Georgia rally, he's talking about the vice president and he goes, Well, how do I feel about him? Normally, I love him, but I don't know how I feel about him right now. I know if he does the right thing in a couple of days <laughs> and rejects those electors, yeah, yeah. I'll feel way better about him. So basically, he's doing a veiled threat of like, I won't be your friend if you don't do what I have to say. Which historically now, works. 
oh, it, it definitely works in the schoolyard. <laughs> we are unfortunately in the real world. And so there's this whole situation where, like, I think I think you've seen it already spread out. These images of cops, cops letting cops letting uh, the protesters in. Yeah. Yeah. So basically the idea, you know, there's this conspiracy going theory going on that Trump already had these guys arranged the security forces to already let them in to let this become shenanigans or possibly someone else. I'm not going to go into who that person could be, but it's possible someone else wanted to let him in. But let's not yeah. get into that. But the idea is that if if he really organized this rally and wanted it to get wild and sent people to that place after Pence didn't do what he said, you don't know what kind of psychos are in that group. And one of them could apparently Pence, this is true, yeah. confronted some of them in the beginning. When they came up the doors, he apparently came out and he said to them, you don't belong here. Get out. You need to leave. This is, the, uh, you know, not right. And they just ignored him. And so then the security said, get back in the room, get back in the room. Right. So apparently, you know what had happened if he had encountered a psychopath yeah. or a fanatic, he might have been thrown out of a window or killed or something. Yeah. These people could have theoretically killed him. So in my opinion, if I was Pence, I would feel as if like I was like, you put me on the chopping block. My turn to put you on the chopping block. I, even if I have to take your presidency away for 13 days, I will do it. So, no, I, I, I agree with that. I, I shouldn't say I agree with that sentiment. I understand that sentiment. And actually, I do agree with it. Yeah, I, it's I, vengeance. It's wrong because it's, yeah, wrong no, it's vengeful. I'm, I'm, a human, I'm, a, I'm a human man, and I, I 100% agree. I agree, right? The opportunity was there. I also agree that – so when we talked yesterday, you hit me up, and you were like, hey, man, I can't do the show, Um, you know. I can't remember what you said exactly, and I didn't want to. Yeah, my my family was very emotional, particularly my mom, and like it just wasn't a, it wasn't a good time. Like they felt like it was like nine eleven again or something. You no, know, like, and so here's the thing, and it's funny that you bring up nine eleven. Um, it's not that I'm anesthetized to these type of things. It's not that I'm completely apathetic. The fact is, I, and this is my issue with with woke culture, right? One hundred percent. It's that, and this has nothing to do with your family's reaction, by the way. This is just where I'm coming from. Watching these things play out for so many years at the age of 39, right? I've seen this over and over again, like these type of patterns. Not this event, but the things that are leading us here, right? So the worst thing my mom and her generation had ever seen were the Chicago riots, Martin Luther King being killed, Malcolm X being viciously shot by his own people, in a uh you know in a, a meeting hall and then you know i grew up obviously through the trade towers as did you trade towers being bombed the first time rodney king reginald denny and then you just see these things these instances of the worst capacities of hum the human race and then it finally i'm not even saying this is the bo the boiling point right this I, I don't believe that there is a boiling point i just think the bad thing happens and it gets progressively worse each time it gets progressively worse and there's no one thing that can claim in this era claim fame claim uh take a claim to what is the most atrocious thing i think that even this for america we are still very coddled in regards to what actual atrocity looks like i mean 9 11 was horrible don't get me wrong but you know talk to someone that lived through apartheid africa right and right it, yeah right exactly but or, this or, is, go ahead go ahead you know or look at the places like the congo or some other places or, or look at eastern europe for throughout the 80s and early 90s like yeah, you know yeah, just yeah. endless war like you see buildings coming down war yeah. orphans wandering the streets that's a different level that we yeah. don't know about you know, we, and, and praise god and thank you for that and the crazy thing about it is as i'm watching these things unfold and listening to you talk yes there could have just think about how many school shootings there have been you know 
Just think about what happened in Connecticut. It's Warren amazing. Too many, man. It's, it's amazing that there wasn't a person there that just didn't run up and say, you know what? This is my chance. And just, you know, lace them all. Now, I want to talk about the whole Trump setting Mike Pence up thing. I agree with that. I 100% agree with that. Because there's one thing that Trump isn't ever going to do. Your principle can never outweigh your loyalty to him. That is his worldview. His worldview consists of your loyalty to me. And that's it. Not even me and my right. family. Anyone right. that's in, anyone that's near me, any extra loyalty that bounces off to me that is extended to them, that should all be pulled in at any given point. And right. Be- and it's a problem if you are only giving 99.9%. Exactly. You know, it's a huge problem to him. And the problem is that, you know, Mike Pence had no power. No, Mike Pence had no power to do this, but they stoked these flames and you're culpable. That's why I don't feel bad for him in that sense. Like you helped this nar- you helped this narrative. Like, you know, you told people the election had been stolen. You told people they were gonna help you make America great again. You told people you were there to represent their interests. You told people that, you know, that you're a God fearing man. And that, you know, you were maybe Mike Pence didn't say this, but you didn't rebuke it when a televangelist went on TV and said Trump was appointed by God, which if you believe in uh, divine providency, that's very true. Just but if you believe in that, you have to also believe that Biden under God's providential right was also elected. I mean, I don't be- I actually don't believe in that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're a heathen. But <laughs> the thing. <laughs> The thing, the thing about it is, man, like, yo, so- yo, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not gonna get into it. I'm not gonna get into it. So the thing about it, I'm joking. The thing about it is, though, right? They help build this situation, man, and uh, I don't know where we go from here. So here's my assumption, right? The Dems have yeah. all the power now. Trump is not going to be impeached. They're not going to invoke 25th. I agree with you. It'd be a powerful gesture if Pence did it. There is no yeah. public uh redemption in that regard he's gonna have to uh that's gonna be between him and god at this point for whatever sins he is culpable in his uh repent repentance will have to come that way now the how does the republican party move on from this point right because i have a buddy of mine who's uh super conservative not super in the sense that he's like oh just take all the money away from the children no but he's very conservative in his ideology and he said something that I agreed with. He's like, when's the last time the government feared the people this way? Because now it's yes. like it's like that first chip. I know where Santana hides him now. I'll always be able to fight him. Right? I'll always no, be able right. to fight you're him. You're right. It, it is the government who should fear its people, not the people who fear that government. Yeah. So now where, and, where do they go from here, though? Well, here's what I'm saying. A new generation of MAGA has been born because it's not the, it's not these guys who are the new generation, but the fact that they weren't brutally beaten or attacked by police by the end of it has incited all these young MAGAs. Who yeah. are, anyone who's on the verge is going to be like, yeah. oh, they got away with it, and they're going to feel like this is this is heroic. Like they they look at these guys, they look at uh, at Annie and Jack as a hero. <laughs> My man, they look at the guy Jack. who's sitting in Pelosi's Pelosi's seat as a hero. Um, so I honestly think there's going to be a new wave of these guys, and I have a horrible feeling about what the Dems are going to do about it, because the Dems Dems could they could be the new villain of this of this of this next four years, where they're they're yeah yeah they're cracking down on them, they're going to attack them and be like they're going to try to play them up as bad as Al Qaeda. They're like they're evil, dude. Kids, 
first episode, I believe, of Fanboy Modeling School, remember what your uncle curmudgeon said. I've said it on Talking With a Dad, too. The best utopic stories in sci-fi literature always start with a genocide, right? It always starts. Like, every utopic society in sci-fi, it's like somewhere in the movie, you're like, oh, man, there's a bunch of baby bones buried under this. Which ironically is very <laughs> oh, close. You, you understand? You understand what I'm saying? And I, I don't, yeah. I don't think you're wrong, Mantis. I think that. Well, we got to choose our words carefully here. There's a, a word you people should look up. It's called subterfuge, and it's something that the Trojans, which they wish they knew a little something about, before they got into battle with the Greeks, right? right? And even the most ideal, idealistic uh, country can turn evil. And I, I, I think I agree with you. I think there's a real opportunity for freedoms to be snatched here but again it's on both sides dude i went to go check out what ray de sosa and candace owens and all those people were saying about this thing and they're like antifa antifa unmask the people who did it let's listen let's search their history find out what their real political ideologies are what their real political affili- affiliations are and i was like man do you realize what you sound like right now so what what are we gonna do we're going to go through this dude's Facebook history. We're going to comb through his house to find out exactly what he believes. And then what happens? It's like, oh, we also found some pictures of his family. What do they believe, by the way? They could. Pretend. Right, right. It never, it never ends. It never, <laughs> yeah. And then basically the whole nowadays, if you don't absolutely affirm on one side or the other, you're considered on the other side. Yeah. So like you, you could be a Democrat and like maybe you're totally not into socialism or something yeah. if you make one statement on your social media where you're like i i don't want this to be a welfare state or something they'll be like oh looks like he's a republican and yeah. they will cast you out and you are not in the club anymore and like <laughs> and the, you're a criminal you're reading the book Aaron of enoch <laughs> sitting out in front of the last <laughs> barnes and noble in america <laughs> Talking about aliens and stuff. <laughs> I'm going to be that guy. I promise you I'm going to be that guy, but I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> Remember the well, the Barnes rest of you Noble? can all fight over your peanuts and your scraps. <laughs> Remember the Barnes & Noble on uh, was it, 86th Street next to the old shoes? 82nd. 82nd, 82nd, man. Next to the old uh, boots and shoes store there. All those poor yeah. kids that would Full sit. Full of Florsheim or whatever. Full yeah. of Florsheim. Uh, yeah, the amount of times it just chilled there for hours, man. It's where we first met. I remember first meeting uh, you, and I was like, "This guy's kind of a dick." <laughs> 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 I was like, "Who is this? Who is this thug?" So he's brought, brought into the <laughs> so last uh, last thing I want to say about it. I'd be interested to hear your response. So obviously they uh, they finalized the count, the electoral count, and uh, you know one woman jumped ship that was going to she was actually one uh lost her election in georgia i forget her name right kelly kelly loffler or whatever yeah uh she jumped ship. oh we're glossing over the most uh her four people dead because of this four right four people dead young lady uh who i don't want to disparage because she's uh been passed away but i'll just give you what's being reported i don't know if i'm gonna call them facts this is just what's being reported uh she is you you refer to them as new trumpsters uh, she was a, a part of allegedly QAnon, that group, and was deep within the QAnon. I don't know if you call this it. This is the uh, Air Force chick. This yeah. is the Air Force chick, right? I don't who know got if you shot. Call it She's the actual one who got, got shot violently killed. killed. Yeah. I, I don't know if you call yeah. it the QAnon ideology worldview. I don't. I don't know how to typecast, how to categorize them yet. Right. But, uh, what is it? I don't know what it is either. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she she's gone, man, and uh, you hate to think about it, but uh, 
I just don't know if Trump's the guy. You know, like I look at a dude like ben. she died. You know, think about it this way: she died for Trump. She died for Trump. There's no other way to cut that, bro. There's no other way to cut that. Q and I, I wouldn't die for any of these politicians. Not, not one even of the ones I vote for. No, not one of them. In fact, you'd be surprised how quickly I turn on them and eat them in a cannibal situation. <laughs> like, Steve, we got enough food for at least another year. No, we're eating Pence tonight. <laughs> like, that's where. <laughs> but the crazy thing about that is, man, uh, yeah. Whatever you do, don't eat Pelosi because it's not healthy to eat old meat. It's like jerky. You know this, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's like, it's leather. It's leather hide right there. If anyone's bathing (laughs) in blood to keep their youth, it's Pelosi. Like, you know that scene in Blade 2? Absolutely, (laughs) man. Devil woman. It's it's sad. That woman lost her life, man. But, uh, you know, it's a lot of stuff we're going to have to examine. I look at a guy like Ben Sassy, man, and his... The his treatment, the treatment he's been receiving as a Republican from other Republicans because he stood up and you know stood out against Trump and just said this is lunacy. Mitt Romney, I doubt the sincerity, but maybe he's being sincere. I really do believe Ben Sassy when he says that like this is this is nonsense. You know what is cool though, George W. Bush Jr. Man, look at it making a comeback of the year. We're talking about like this is the comeback of the century. People hated George Bush. Best thing to say oh, have people Ju- used to refer to him as Palpatine or the devil or whatever. <laughs> now he looks great. He's a hero. <laughs> yeah, best thing that ever happened in his life is Donald J. Trump. <laughs> yeah, you are absolutely right. Remember, I remember back in the day, all the all remember the Daily Show and all these other things. They were just trying to hammer him, make him look out to be like the worst mo- motherfucker for starting a war. And, and, you know, it's so funny. Like, they finally get Obama, who just continued the war and did it bloodier than anyone. Yeah. Um. So, like, yeah, it, it, it's too, it's all in comparison. And they were thought that they were like, there's no way you could get worse Republican than George W. <laughs> and, and you get fucking Trump from another planet. Yo, by the time the Republicans come back into power, we are going to have a dude who freaking <laughs> enslaves the working class. And we're going to have numbers and all sorts of crazy shit hooked up to us and all sorts of shit. Um, it's going to be brutal. Let's get off this depressing subject. No, absolutely. Because you know what I want to talk about? What? Where are you looking Pause at? Pause for a moment. Pause for a okay? moment. Fuck, my yeah. shit might. I got I to change. I, my wire must be bad. It's, it hasn't been feeding energy to my phone. Um... You're going to edit this out, right? Yep. Nope. It's You're going to make me look. <laughs> You're going to make me look good, right? It's all standing like a casting couch video. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Cellulite and all. Mm. Um, it's trying to tell me I don't have any power. Fuck you, Nicole. You're not. You're not uh, recording that, right? I'm still recording. I'm just gonna edit it out. <laughs> it, it's more. Tricky. Okay, excellent. <laughs> Got it. So what I really want to get into is a rant I have been planning for quite some time. I've done this rant on Twitter. I've done this rant on like numerous tweets. I've done this like all over the place. I talk to people. People are like, "Why don't you calm down, Broham?" And oh what it comes down to is, I want to talk about WB, the WB. Finally, 
Yeah, let's stuff. get into the entertainment news, like real stuff. You know, Trump has, has taken our minds, you know, enough for one day. Now let's talk about what's really going on. And, okay, so I want to talk about a few announcements or leaks. They're actually supposed leaks. Okay. But they were actually on purpose throughout the week. Oh, boy. So somebody wanted to point out, you know, they wanted to bring up, you know, Walter Hamada, who was up for being, you know, he's president of DC Films. He's he's responsible for all the DC movies the way they are now. Oh, no. And his contract is up for a renewal. Oh, no. So what he does is he goes on an interview and he says, he points out, he's like, well, we're going to have two Earths. An Earth 1 and an Earth 2. <laughs> I think I heard something about this. Yeah. To explain why there's all these movies that don't, link into each other and don't make sense yeah why there's so right? many batmans <laughs> yeah why there's like all these batmans and so finally people are like well what's going on with batman Wait, I'm, like, I'm sorry why did we say batmans batmen sorry <laughs> we both did it yeah guys. it's batman, it's batman. I, I knew what you meant i knew what you meant <laughs> um so basically we got Ro robert pattinson Right. If, who who I don't know if you know he's in war with the director right now. I heard, I heard. And Matt Reeves, they get they're not getting along because Matt Reeves is a freaking uh, perfectionist dick. Uh, the one of the best tweets I've ever seen like about this situation is somebody said like everyone's talking about how the Batman, the new you know Robert Pattinson's going to be great. We love Robert Pattinson; he's great. But they're like the Batman's going to be the greatest movie, blah blah blah, blah and all this stuff. And somebody said they listed his other films. They're like. Rise of the Planet of the Apes and Cloverfield. How, what in those two movies makes you think he's going to make anything great? <laughs> right? He makes that monkey movie or whatever. But, so the, the point is, is that it ends up being that there's two worlds, right? But they've decided that there's going to be three Batman. Because apparently, you know, after the, at the end of the Flash movie, they're going to turn Ben Affleck into Michael Keaton. Uh, Michael Keaton. So the so the Burton verse will be canonical to the current DC universe. How, you know, on a scale of one to lame, or I'm sorry, scale of one to ten. I'm not. I won't be biased. How, how do you feel about this? So here's the thing, right? I want to talk about Robert Pattinson's Batman and all of the scoops that have come out. I don't know if any of it's true. I mean, who knows? So there's been a bunch of stuff going on before this, right? There was the whole thing about him not wanting to work out. So Lenny, I forget Lenny Kravitz's daughter who's playing Catwoman, uh, but she was like Zoe, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe, yeah, Zoe Kravitz. She's apparently been getting into great shape for this. Allegedly, she's been getting into great shape for this. And uh, I guess there was some type of correspondence conversation with Robert Patterson, you know, during the the height of the beginning of the the pandemic and the lockdown when he was doing the stay in shape. And he's like, he kind of gave off this thing like he couldn't be bothered. YouTuber X reported on this. John Campia, everyone reported on this. That was the first warning sign, right? I was like, I like Robert Patterson. I guess, you know. I like the Twilight movies. Although, although I will say this, Go ahead. it was actually of this year. Tenant sold me on him. Tenant sold. I still haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. Yet. Oh no, it's a, he's actually a really good action hero in in this film. You know, he's a secret agent or whatever in it, cool. a drunk secret agent. So he's cool. Cool. Um, but it was the first time I saw him actually be manly, and I'm like, okay, he can be manly. No, cool. But apparently everyone says that he's a big jokester so people are trying to say that like him and him not working out was a joke one of his jokes he makes jokes oh, that's a funny joke so, yeah, I, can see <laughs> I don't get it no i agree i don't get it but, but. so there's that right and then there's the thing with him matt reeves right so i agree with you planet planet of the apes 
Cloverfield. Even though I gotta admit, I did like Cloverfield, but I was also in rehab when I saw this movie. <laughs> like, what I'm saying. Cloverfield was all right. It's not a great movie. It's a uh, fine sound found footage cult, monster movie. It's got a cult following. I don't get it. I like the second one, which he didn't do. Oh, uh, that's the one. With, Ten uh, Cloverfield John, Lane with John Goodman, right? Yeah, that's yeah, I, a good I still one. That's an amazing that. movie. Haven't watched that one yet. Every time I try to, sit oh my down, god, you need to check that out as soon as we're done with this. No, I'm not watching any freaky movies before I go to bed. But oh, like, it'll freak you out. Yeah, everything freaks me out, dude. We'll get into that another time, but uh, in a good way. <laughs> um, I can see them having some tension. Fine, whatever. I just want to see the movie. Here's the problem I have with the whole three Batman, two Earths. One doesn't make sense in the way that the multiverse works, and two, DC's multiverse is notoriously, according to me, very straightforward. Right? There's Earth Prime. Earth 1, Earth 2, and they've always done a good job of making that make sense. Whether it was the Crisis event, the many other events that have happened, and now the Batman Who Laughs, all that stuff. But still, there's always this kind of thing where it's like, to me, it always made a little bit more sense than Marvel's multiverse, which is just like the wild, wild west. Like this is yes, it's yes. just stuff going on there. Right, because even DC, they, they brought it down to 52. There was like this 52 Earths. Yeah. The there's Earth Earth. Prime, and then there's 52 other Earths yes, yes. orbiting it or whatever. Yeah, the new 52. Yeah. But and it, that the, the onset of that whole thing. And then they did Doomsday Clock, which, by the way, you still haven't read. And uh, still Doomsday, read. Doomsday Clock is amazing. I won't hear anything else about it. The three Batman things. Ben Affleck's Batman. I'm starting a hashtag right now. We need the Affleck Batman. That's what yes. we need. That's what we need. Oh. Here, uh, and, let me, and let me make my case, right? Michael Keaton might be the o- his Batman might be the only other Batman that actually, in my understanding, knew how to fight. Right? Batman is supposed to be the most feared, one of the most feared hand to martial artists on the planet. On the planet, hand to hand. I'm talking about a guy that could handle Iron Fist, who is one of Marvel's best hand to hand. Like would handle him. With the dragon fist and everything. There's no there's no chance. There's only two people in Marvel that could p- potentially give him a run for his money. One could beat him for sure because he said it. Michael Keaton, from Ben Affleck to Michael Keaton, Bat, uh, Michael Keaton's Batman. The only thing that worries about that is the Tim Burton style of Batman that it was. They would have to kind of ditch some of that stuff. But if they're going to make him an old grizzly, like this is what happened, I could dig it. Just don't do the 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 Earth the the, the final crisis from the WB. I mean, not the W. CW. That that was a bad move, right? That was a bad move, and that's why you're worried because you're thinking about the Batman who's the voice actor, and you're like, is this going to be like that again? Am I going to just right? And so, so you know, one of the things is I gotta say, I'm not gonna front. Even for this Christmas, I watched Batman too. You know, Batman Forever or whatever. Uh, not Batman Forever. Bat Batman Returns. Batman so, is that the one with the penguin and catwoman? That was a great movie. Yeah. And so that's a great Better movie. However, when one. I saw it again, it's very cheesy. Extremely. At the same right. Yeah. It's very cheesy and it doesn't it's fit Tim in Burton. with the dark tones of the DCEU. It doesn't make sense. And what it is is it's like it's like the old Superman movies. They're mm-hmm. good movies, but you got to remember they're also old movies. You can't make them compatible with nowadays. You can't say that that Superman is this Superman. It makes no sense. Just like having the Burton verse Batman be this Batman makes no sense. It's just what it is. Is that it should be a different thing. We appreciate it in a different way. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying. Um, and so it's just totally, totally insane. 
Um, so, so real quick, one thing I should say: if you're gonna do this whole thing, you got to do the chronological order, which makes sense, right? So you just gotta make, you just gotta have the balls. Is all I'm saying. WB just has to have the balls, and they got to get some people to just fall in line. Joker's Batman, Joker with Joaquin Phoenix is clearly the starting point, right? If you're gonna stick with the dark tone. Robert Pattinson is Batman year one because that's all this shit is. That's all it is, dude. It's repackaged into another movie. Yeah. I promised myself I would never watch another Batman year one movie. And I'm going to go do it. I'm going to go do it again. <laughs> and then, So you got Robert Pattinson's Batman. Then we get Ben Affleck's Batman, right? Which is current day Batman, which by I, the way. Honestly, yes, they should. Originally, the idea was originally the Pattinson uh, movie was originally written to be a prequel to Ben Affleck, it's supposed to be his young years. Yeah, yeah, which w- would have been fine, which would have been totally fine. And you could but switching them into two different guys, insanity. You want to hear more insanity? Do you want to hear more insanity? Go for it. Yo, they then announce that they're recasting Cyborg oh, for Ray Flash Fisher's because out, you know yeah. Ray Fisher's had all these yeah, issues yeah, with yeah, them, yeah, yeah. right? But I, I look at all the bad press that's going to do. Yeah. Keep them. Oh, the, they, the, the writer for The Flash is Christina Hobson, the woman who wrote Birds of Prey. That movie was literally a flop. That was a real flop. <laughs> so we throw, people movie. throw that word around. Did you see it? No, I can't. I made it through the first 20 minutes and I was like, not the rest of my day. Right. <laughs> so hard to watch. So, you know, I was in a theater, so I had to stay in, in it. And I, I regret, I regret that ticket. To, let me tell you, bro. Yo, then they declare that Amber Heard, as you all know, caught lying about jo- Johnny Depp and all this stuff, yeah, is yeah. getting a mirror show. Yeah. Movie. I, she's getting a, on, she's, no, it's a show on HBO Max. Yeah. And she's also going to be established as a main character in a Justice League. And I'm just like, this is. This right, because basically, because you know the Justice League guys are all going, they're gonna change who the Justice League are after this. After this one, she's gonna be one of them. And I'm like, why are you doubling down on a woman who the like a ton of people freaking hate? Like, there's so much hatred for her. Literally, Amber Heard is a liar was trending today. Dude, they're only gonna keep doubling down because it, it just sounds like it's just a bunch of uh show, you know wife i don't know what their view of it is actually i don't want to put words in their mouth here's why this is bad right this is why this is bad for the wb this could be game over for them these moves that they're making right now it's clear that something is going on behind the scenes to me allegedly with at&t's at&t's uh, ownership of the wb it's clear executives uh, fighting doing yeah. all sorts of crazy stuff like. wonder woman 1984 didn't get them the sub- subscriber or download count that they thought it would for hbo max Five hundred thousand, i think is nothing to scoff at it uh yeah it's nothing it's, it's not, not because point. they only remember they're only in america yeah no that's total no but what i'm oh, saying is HBO, hbo max is only available in america. in america yeah so that's good that's good it's not it's not as good as disney because disney's everywhere but yeah, two point five yeah. million, based off the right. back of Soul for the right, holiday right, for the right. holiday. But back. I'm saying, remember, remember, HBO's Max is only in America, so that's good for just America. That's a good number. They did good. I, I don't, However, I don't, hold on for a second. I, I got to push back on you for a second. That's still not good for America, man. That's still not good for for half a million. Half a million. No, that's yeah, that's good. not that's not good, bro. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. but no, I will no, say on. this. Hold on. In Let terms me. of fan reaction, people, a lot of people. I was fine with it. 
I wish it was a better movie, but a lot of people hated Wonder Woman. A lot of people hate There's Wonder Woman. There's a lot of internet hate. They needed it doesn't matter if five hundred thousand is good or not. They needed more than that. This was like they needed American box office numbers for that movie, for the back end deals, for the money they gotta pay out to Jenkins and Gal Gadet uh Gal Gadet. It's pronounced Gadet, by the way, not Gal Gadot for the <laughs> Yeah, she's Israeli. She's Israeli. So. <laughs> um, they they needed more than five hundred thousand. Damn foreigners! <laughs> and they're hard to pronounce names. <laughs> the, and so it's that. There's that going on. There's the weirdness going on at the publication right now. There's this this general disorganization of the entire DC. It's total property. incompetence. They are yeah. running their own property into the ground. I just and multiple Batman's are going to hurt. Yeah. It's like they want to fail and they don't want to compete with Marvel. Yeah. You know, we're waiting for JJ. JJ is going to wait till after the Justice League or, you know, a Snyder cut to see if he keeps Cavill around. It's just total incompetence. They do not know what they're doing. They made a, you know, they, they greenlit, you know, this, a, a, a peacemaker. How is Mira and, and Peacemaker going to compete with the shows Marvel has prepared for Disney Plus? It's idiotic. They're living in a different universe. Wait, so there's there's even more to the story, right? So you got the not the failing. It's not that at that place yet. And actually, we were talking about this and talking with that. I think the HBO Max is a much better has a much better catalog, obviously than. Uh, oh, Disney, I love it! I love than, it! It's one Plus. of my favorite streaming. It's just it's just mismanagement. So we got that. And then we got these boneheaded moves. So now we got to wait for the Snyder Cut to come out, right? If the Snyder Cut, they're going to be even the more precarious place. If the Snyder Cut kills, then what are you going to do then? This guy, you just publicly said, or someone has alluded to, that he's not going to be a part of any DCEU stuff moving forward. Right. Walter Hamada in that interview said, well, the Snyder Cut's cute, but it's just a cul-de-sac. For those who don't know, that's a road that leads nowhere. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you doing it then? Why are you wasting our time? Exactly. You know why? They don't know what they're doing. The left hand doesn't know what they're It is a disgustingly run company. And I, I, will, I will piss on their grave when they've run themselves into the ground. Because you know what? Any idiot could see through what it is. I haven't even touched on all the stupid shit they're going to do. Like, yo, Batgirl Beyond? Come on, man. I can't even use the R word I want to say because I want to be sensitive. It's idiotic. They and here's the thing, right? Man, you had this great thing in Watchmen, the show, and everyone got it confused. This is some, everyone got it confused with some woke nonsense, so that falls at the wayside. You got right. Batgirl, the sh- Batwoman, the show. You got uh, what's fake Static Shock's name? He's actually a real comic publication, but you know what I'm talking about. Black, oh, yeah, 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 Black Lightning, Black Lightning, which was okay. I didn't mind it. You know what? My huge barrier with that show was was the costume. I couldn't get past it. I was like, this is literally something. I actually from, liked it. It looked like something from the set of Andromeda, and they repainted it. And they said, here you go, bro. Just make it I work. I liked that it was glowing. <laughs> no, and, no, I don't no, like any of that stuff. But, you know, you do this uh, crisis event level on the CW, which was just nonsense. Absolutely nonsense. It was nonsense. T- utter nonsense. It was you, utter won't, nonsense. you won't reconcile your TV universe with your movie universe. Same problem Marvel had. But you're not in the position as Marvel, right? Things are running really thin. And then you just declare the one thing everyone's looking forward to as a cul-de-sac. And it's like, yes. you know, here's here's something I, I found interesting. This doesn't have to do with WB, but they just freaking depressed me. 
So I was watching a dude's YouTube channel, and he's a big Star Wars uh, analyst. It's not Star Wars. There is another guy. And uh, he said something interesting in regards to Kevin Feige's uh, Star Wars property. I'm going to tie this back into to WB. Don't worry. He said oh, yeah. he was talking about Kevin Feige and how well he had done with the MCU and building up that brand. And it, it was uh, Kevin Feige was the guiding force. But there were a lot of people that made it great. You know, you can't forget John Favreau was the one who kicked it off. Ironically, with Iron Man, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff. And then um, the Russo brothers obviously sticking the landing after Josh Whedon's debacle. The one thing Marvel does really well is you mess up once. We're not going to do that again. Right. right. Whoever was involved with the mess up. They're almost Thanos. Snap. Feige is an unforgiving master. <laughs> yeah. He is an unforgiving master. Absolutely. But it's funny because this guy, this YouTuber, uh, reported he feels like the MCU is running on fumes after the end game event. And I was like, man, this is the problem. This is the problem with scoop culture and scoop YouTube stuff. That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard anyone say. I'm like, because all you have to do is look over. If you want to see fumes. Look at the mangled carcass, which is the WB properties. <laughs> and then you can finally understand who's running on fumes, man. MCU is quite possibly. I mean, obviously, we get it all kicked off with WandaVision next week, by the way. Uh, we get that. Everything kicks off with that. And super a, excited for that. Super excited for that. And this Yo, is going to fumes oh, is oh, extreme. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's this is and this is an obscure show, right? There's gonna not obscure. This is gonna be some weird stuff. This isn't gonna be the typical outing for it's the MCU. Different. It's gonna be different. Totally different. And people are pumped about that. You cannot say, in my opinion, that anyone has been excited about anything other than the Snyder Cut, than Joker, right? People were excited about this Batman movie, but now the buzz is starting to die down a little bit, yeah. right? You know, and I I just think that's the problem. Too many, but yo, you know, many, you know what it is. Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, and you know what, what it is is that you, you know, Feige can now start experimenting because he has such a strong base. He's such a strong base that people are willing to let it. But DC keeps experimenting, but they haven't earned it. They haven't earned the right. Like they want Flashpoint to, you know, Flash movie to be a Flashpoint where he changes the reality. He hasn't established a base universe to play with the Who universe yet. Like, there's a reason Flashpoint is so... I remember when I watched the animated movie with you when you came up that weekend, and I was just like, this is amazing. Like, I had never known about this event in DC Comics. It's like, this is really, really good. And, uh, yeah, but you're right. There's nothing... There's no connectedness to this plot, to this universe, where I think people are going to care that much. They're going to go see Flashpoint, for sure. I'm going to go see it, for sure. Whether I might not. You said that about Eternals, and I guarantee you'll be doing a review of it. Guarantee uh, it. I, I won't guarantee I won't watch it, but I, you know what it is? I think it's funny that like guys with you like you are like, what are you going to do? Not watch a superhero movie? Yeah, I, I could not. I have a lot of shit to do with my life. I've yeah, got other you, things you, to do than watch <laughs> stupid movies. Listen, you got a lot of stuff to do. That's not the problem. No one's questioning if you have anything else to do. I'm saying you just downright don't have the ability not to go. <laughs> no, man. No, 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 man. I'm saying, yo, a, a lot of these DC movies, I feel like I can say no to. Like the Batman right now, I'm going to wait till the reviews come out before I go. Yeah, you're going to wait one full day. 
No, I'm gonna wait till my friends see it, like people I trust. Not you, not you, because you're an you're a maniac. You're a total maniac. But I'm gonna wait till like normal people see it and tell normal me what they think of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, like everyone, if I could have you know right there, there, I'm tired of I'm tired of like these producers feeling they're like, What's he gonna do? Not see it? Yeah, I will not see it. F you. I will throw this money in the sewer before I give it to you. No, you threw money into the sewer, which was birds of prey. The data matches up. You're gonna go see it. it, it no, you're no, no. That was the point. I learned my lesson from no, there. And no, you did. Actually, you know what's funny? We, we were talking about this before the show started. Right. Remember, this train goes in one direction, and it's yeah. forward. Listen, I have learned my lesson. There isn't going to be another birds of prey. If if, some, if a movie seems shady, me negative, negative. You you better be a good movie for me to pay for it. Roy, straight up. I don't doubt any of your other convictions in regards to forward momentum. You and I both know <laughs> you're going to see these movies. You're a content creator. Yo, you want to you want to you want to see how stubborn I could be? You think I won't see Eternals? You think I won't see Flash? You think I won't see Miss Marvel? I'll boycott it all. <laughs> you won't boycott. I'll anything. burn this motherfucker down. I'll burn it down. I don't care. I got my wine. I'll drink my wine as I burn. I don't care. Here's what's really going to happen, folks. He's going to be two cups into wine when the movie comes out. He'll he'll make it two days. And then by the time he gets to his 12th cup on the third day, he'll be staggering down to that movie theater that's exactly 2.5 miles away from his house, presuming that it's back open, and then you're going to go see it. Here's the thing, though, right? Last thing I want to say about the WB. No guiding force. And the guy who shouldn't be guiding the ship anymore just got his contract renewed. And who loses in this he's situation? Not, but he's not creative. He's an exec. He's not he's an a creative. Idiot. He doesn't know. He doesn't he's know what's idiot. cool. He's an. He's an Walter Hermana jerk off. Is you heard it here first, guys. Absolute idiot. I am super pumped for Wandavision. I don't, I'm trying to dial back my expectations because we're stepping into a new phase, right? And it's no. It's it's not like any other phase. I have no idea where any of the story is going. I know multiverse. I know that there are three Spider Men. I know Doctor Strange. There might not be. Have you heard? Toby hasn't signed yet. He might not be. In the I know. Movie. I know. I keep hearing. Which that. means we're going to get a Miles Morales. Which means I'm pro. I'm pro that. I I, I could give a shit about Toby McGuire. <laughs> yeah. Really Replace him with Miles. Get a get a black dude to be Spider Man. I'm cool. Let, yeah. Let him go be a thespian somewhere else. Uh. But man, what are we going to talk about? So Kevin Feige's Star Wars event. Uh, his Star Wars property. So let's start with okay. all the let's start with all the Oh wait, real stuff. quick, I want to point out that it's Go funny that you were talking. You were talking about like Warner Brothers and you immediately jumped to how cool Marvel's properties are, which is proof of how shitty Warner Brothers properties are. No, it was a compare and contrast, right? Because and You're spite- not wrong. You're not wrong. No, no, I'm saying you. that the fact they're in a situation where every time someone looks at something they do, they go, "Well, Marvel's doing it better." Here's the problem, right? And the reason that people do that is because they don't back the horse that's working, right? I think that they jumped out too early on Watchmen. I think a real show of support, and it came out at a horrible time, man. Like, people are so anti-woke right now, and rightfully so, uh, that they we all missed an opportunity. I only watched the show because you vouched for it. You were like, dude, just watch it. Just watch it. And when I watched it, I was like, oh, man, this is really, really good. Like, you know, there was some there was some stuff. I think they really muted Dr. Manhattan because let's be real. 
Dr. Manhattan wouldn't have been in any of those scenarios. Where, where they're they like, aren't catching him like that, but I feel like Yeah, they're not, they're not using the, uh, the friggin' uh, lost in space beam on him and sucking him into the thing. It's not happening. But I think the DC, I think DC and WB is re- they really missed a boat on on some stuff, man. And even some of the stuff they're doing in their publications, like I'm not following any of the the stuff with the, the Batman who laughs versus Wonder Woman, the dark uh, metal version. Heavy, all that yeah, stuff. yeah, any heavy metal stuff. or whatever. But I, I just think that there's no guiding force right now, and uh, the same can be said about Marvel comics. But I just got through working my way through the whole friggin' uh, House of X, Powers of X, uh, Ten Swords of X. Thing. really yeah and, uh, how was that it's fucking amazing <laughs> is it really is yeah. it really? i hear it's it's long convoluted and all over the place yeah it's it no so the continuity stuff like you really have this it's hickman so like everything's connected right even if he's not writing it himself like that book you said oh i don't need to buy that yeah you needed to buy that <laughs> like, to, to, make sense, <laughs> to, make, to make sense of it do you remember back in the day those, those crossovers where they're like it's a 24 uh you know 24 chapter thing but you really only need to read need to read nine of them yeah <laughs> it was never yeah. true dude you know what when i read the infinity gauntlet they said the exact same thing They're like you don't need to read all the tie-ins and then there was a point where i was like what the hell is going on right now? <laughs> like you know i'm like I, I needed to read those tie-ins but i just feel like wb last thing i promise i'm gonna say on this guiding guiding force there are a lot of people who are not happy with the direction that star wars going in but they all loved it you know their sacred luke showed up and i don't have a problem with that uh, my problem actually wasn't with Luke showing up. It was just tying it to those uh, three movies. But there's a guiding force behind that, right? There's It's because someone stepped in and said, so that's the end. How do we get from there to here? <laughs> you, know, we yes. need, you know, we need to be working together as WB writers. doesn't have it, man. No, they, they, they don't. They just have random voices screaming. In a, in they a- had it for a little bit as CW with, with Arrowverse. There was, a, there was a moment there, man, when I was like, wow. This is really good television. Oh, Arrow Force there, uh, yeah. Arrow Force. There was a a moment like a pure yeah short period there that was amazing. Yeah, all the crossovers, all the things. It was it was great. Yeah, when they introduced Flash, I was like, wow, they did this really really well. And it's funny because people had a problem with the whole uh, Iron Boy as they refer to him, Spider Man Iron Man relationship. No one took issue with the Flash basically being completely enamored with Arrow in the CW verse. And it was Which bit- never happened in the no. comics. Never, ever. Yeah, that's a joke that the Flash would be enamored with the Green Arrow. The Green Arrow, it was like, a, well, it's sea level hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he couldn't hang out. If he was in the Marvel Universe, even Iron Fist would be like, hey, man, maybe just hang back and stretch for a little bit. <laughs> Let me go. <laughs> limber up. Limber up, bro. Limber up. So, at any rate, uh, moving into the third hour of the show here. <laughs> so, Kevin Feige. Star Wars. A lot of yeah, your boyfriend. My boyfriend. My man child. <laughs> my lover. A uh, lot of people speculating that he's here to replace Kathleen Kennedy. I don't think it's true. I don't think that they're replacing Not possible. Not possible. Yeah. You know, you know what, why it's not going to happen? Total lies. And you know why? Because he's still... He, he's about to introduce a Fantastic Core, but he still has to introduce the X-Men. That's going to be a lot of work. A lot yeah. of thinking, a lot of things going on. He to keep the Marvel universe going, he's got a lot going on him. He's not gonna 
you know, jump ship and go to Star Wars. No, I, I think this he'll is produce a- the movie, but he's not going to. Well, I mean, let's not doubt the man. I, I, who knows how much he has in him? But I agree with the statement that he's got a lot to do over at Marvel, man. And, uh, you know, he's got to revitalize two properties. Fantastic Four being the first. Got to make them look good again, which is hard because, you know, a lot of people have tackled the books. <laughs> and uh, they failed at that as well. I think a lot of people forget that the Fantastic Four, They've had some pretty weak story arcs and some great ones in Marvel. But Hickman's Fantastic Four is the Fantastic Four. It's crazy. Short memories. Hickman's Fantastic Four is the Fantastic Four everyone wants to see, but no one wants to admit. Because I think people have, an, no. a, a, have a weird aversion to Hickman. No, I want to see, jo- see John Burns. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. John Burns' Fantastic Four was amazing. There's a bunch of Fantastic Fours. Obviously, Stan Lee's was great. Yeah, the original ones. Yeah, yeah, they're where they deal with Galactus and all sorts of things. Yeah, but I think I I do agree with you, man. Like Feige's got a lot going on there, but a lot of people think so. Here's where this anti woke stuff turns on itself, right? Do you want Kathleen Kennedy out because she's bad, or do you want her out because there's some other reasons? I I don't want her out at all. You don't want her out at all. Why not? Yeah. So what people don't understand, and I think people like a lot of people, as a matter of fact, one of these YouTubers, yeah, YouTuber X, in fact, yeah, doesn't understand what success is. Right. Right. So here's what I'm saying. She had fail, not fail, they're not even full failures. They're actually considered successes um, with the sequel trilogy. They may have been descending um, profits, but they still beat a billion dollars every time right. in the box office. She still got got those, even though it was ascending, like two billion, you know, whatever, and it went down to one billion, like barely above one billion. However, everyone's like saying, "Look at what John Favreau did. Look what John Favreau did." That's still her success because she's still the executive producer of those things. No, absolutely. The only thing is. The way it might work corporately, though, if she's just corporately, a, they only look at the executive producer. No, so but here's what I'm saying: if she's in a place where they've already had that corporate conversation, where they're like, "Hey, so John and Dave are going to do their own thing, and we're just going to have you focus on uh, the acolyte," and that's you know, we really there's a certain as you were ta- as you as you were talking about facts earlier about aliens. Do you know this conversation actually happened? Can you prove that this happened? I mean, wait. Can you prove that she's still running the ship? Because factually, her na- her name is still on everything, which means she's getting paid for it all. She's getting paid, but can you prove that she's still the guiding force behind? I don't need to prove it. Her name is on everything, which means no, 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 currently no. she is. You need to prove it. She's not. <laughs> no, no. I don't have to prove anything. What you need to establish is you do need to fucking prove. <laughs> you need to prove. <laughs> no, what basically, you- <laughs> here's what I'm saying. Here's no, what here, I'm saying. Hey, hold on for a second. What you made an assertion, so now I'm going to retort. If you're asserting that I'm saying that Kathleen Kennedy isn't the head of Lucasfilms, no one can dispute that. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is, in fact, is in what capacity is she still the head? And this is a thing that will not come out contractually or publicly. And you've known, and you know this. Which means you only have conspiracy theories and jive dog to <laughs> go, go with it. Because ultimately, here's what right, I'm saying. Right, right. For all we know, uh-huh. she took credit in the boardroom, which she could have, for 
John Favreau and Fil- like discovering John Favreau and Fil- Filoni. She could be like, Wait, well, I did get dis- them to make the Mandalorian. You said discovering. Well, she could she could ultimately take, and this happens all the time in the business world. She could say, "Well, I did get John Favreau to see, make the Mandalorian." You see, and there's you, no way someone you, you can dispute you see, it. You see, you see what you're doing there. So you're 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 begging to differ. You're <laughs> so you're saying she could have, but we don't know that she did. So we're both working. Shit. With- the point is, is when you're executive producer, you're executive producer of all this shit, right? And therefore, she's executive producer of The Mandalorian, and therefore, it gets get that's a check of positivity on her mark. Yeah. So no one's she could be renewed for all you know. She her contract is about to come to an end. She might be, which means it could be renewed just like Walter Hermano. It might be. It might be. But what you're talking, what we're talking about is creating. What you're talking about is being an angry fanboy, and you're like, I don't like, I, I, you know. Uh, you know you're pissed about the, the, the no, sequel hold trilogy hold on for a second and you're, so, you're gonna you're gonna feel, when, you're gonna feel really silly when you watch this back when you realize that i proposed a, rhetor- a rhetorical question about her being removed over by uh kevin feige coming into the universe i don't give a shit about kathleen kennedy and i don't give a shit about your affinity for these three movies even though they're bad i get that they i don't work. i don't no <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not defending those movies i'm just saying people don't understand that like her her signature is on all this shit yeah, even no, mandalorian Roy, 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 i don't think anyone is confused about that that's the part that you're struggling with no one's confused that her name is on all these properties the question becomes the creative direction, and should she be ahead of these things? Now, you said that you don't think that she should be removed. Okay, that's fine. History will sort that out. <laughs> History will will show us after the Acolyte if she should be removed or not, or if she was a positive force in Star Wars. I'm just saying that the proof is she backed these three movies and Dave Filoni and... Who else? John Favreau accredited for The Mandalorian, which is a stark executively produced by Kathleen Kennedy, which is something you're not getting to no, your no, head. No, no. I just, so what I, it well, is, on, what no, you don't understand Roy, is Roy, she's going to be Roy, able to take credit Roy, for Roy, Roy, Roy. I literally just said no one's disputing that, but creative, okay. creative, creatively, two different properties, two entirely different properties. And she has nowhere near been as public as she was in her representation of force awakens it's true with like forces female her no, shirts no, no. not even not even that like things. like like she was literally she's a she's a, a literal media presence for those three movies not so much for the man right. she backed off when yeah, everyone was yeah. hitting her yeah. Yeah. okay not so much for the mandalorian she is directly tied to the acolyte this is her project right this is the woman she tapped to come on to do the Acolyte. All I'm saying is that Kevin Feige's Star Wars, before you become angry, I know you're infatuated with, with Patty Jenkins and all these people, and I, and I feel for you. I understand. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm infatuated with Patty Jenkins is... I'm going to be nice about it. It's not my type. She's not my type. Okay. But I'm not. Listen, listen, listen. I I get it, bro. You can wink it to the camera. You mean I respect women is what you mean. I mean, you respect them as long as you can see them. That's what I mean. So. (laughs) 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 
so what I'm saying is in regards to Kathleen Kennedy, I don't think that Kevin Feige coming and doing his own Star Wars property is the end of her career at Lucasfilm. That's obviously something that's going to be worked out in her contracts. And the speculation is whether or not she should come back. I don't know. I am interested in this Star Wars. I'm interested in the fact that they didn't have it at the uh, the uh, the uh, investors call. Yeah. Not because of some weird like, oh, what does it all mean type of thing. I'm just I want to know because the writer they tapped is the same writer for the Loki show, and like you said before the show, we don't know anything about Loki yet. Yeah, we don't know this. We don't know if it's going to be good or not. I the think show, people, the trailer looks cool, but maybe yeah. we're, trailers lie to us all the time, especially Star Wars trailers. Yeah, yeah, but listen, listen. Uh, Attack of the Clones trailer was one of the best trailers ever. Uh, that movie, I don't need to get into it. We all know what happened there. Yeah, no, I I still have a direct quote from you that you said the movie was amazing. So. You know, you, you're going to have to ha- live with that. For the rest of- <laughs> I'd have to live with anything because that's in your fantasy world. <laughs> but, but what are you saying? What are you saying? So what I'm saying is I think the general buzz of excitement around Star Wars is good. All of which, none of which has to do with anything that had to do with the, that, you know, the new trilogy. And this is good for Star Wars because even if they don't retcon it, Right, even if they don't retcon it, they start building the universe around it and almost treat it like it's Superman. Which one had Richard Pryor in it? Was three, it? three, yeah. They treat the it like notoriously three. <laughs> they treat it like uh, Superman three, and it just you know you just kind of move on, right? You just you just keep moving on. Now, the one thing I was going to bring up, and I forgot to put this in the topic list. So your your people your uh, your internet troll friends you know those uh, anti SJW Star Wars fans are already taking shots at the High Republic books and it's it's just interesting but yeah 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 that's uh, it's been referred to now this is where we go into the conjecture lane it's been referred to as more SJW trash I actually don't think that's what was wrong with the three movies the the, the new trilogy I just think the new trilogy was bad Force Awakens was good Last Jedi was yes. That's all that's yeah. wrong with it. But The Last Jedi is the worst thing that ever happened to anyone ever. But like <laughs> I hear what you're saying. I've I've like honestly, I I would be f- I, here's what I'm saying. I'm not a vengeful person cuz I'm a Christian. However, <laughs> I believe the death penalty should be enacted on Ryan Johnson. Uh-huh. Um and I would like to be able to talk shit to him before we hang him. I would love to stand over him and be like, "You see how your life decisions brought you here, Ryan?" Now you got a 13 inch dildo in your face. I never <laughs> thought it was going to come to this. <laughs> no, it's just, it's, 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 so it's Kevin Feige, right? They're heading in a Marvel framework for Star Wars, which, right, I makes think, sense, right? which I think makes sense for Star Wars. In fact, if you know any of the expanded universe stuff, I mean, you know, you know, if you know Legends, that's all it is. Legends is, follows the same formula as comic books, which the MCU follows. I'm just interested to see where Kevin Feige is going to go with this. What do we get out of it? What I'm super era, interested. Whatever Star Wars. Yeah. What do you well, think? yo, have you seen that? Have you seen that with 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 the release of Charles Soule's The Light of the Jedi? That's the adult novel, mm-hmm. you know, because they they did a four pronged thing where they're like they did a comic, and they did an adult, and they did like um, like middle school or whatever, and like young readers. The adult one was written by Charles Soule, comic book writer, Daredevil. Yeah. That that's where I know him from, but he's done all sorts of things. Um, and so people are already casting for that book. 
on 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 the things. People are saying Brie Larson for one of those characters, for the white chick. I listen, man. I I don't. Ugh. Again, look. There's got to be a publicist somewhere that has the balls to be like, no, don't do it. <laughs> like, like if you, you don't want to bring that kind of smoke, but. You know, this Brie Larson does have fans. We got to acknowledge that there are people that enjoy her a great deal. I am good friends with someone who is a stan of her, who will go around, goes around the internet defending her all the time. It's cool. I dig it. I won't do it. You better believe I won't do it because yeah. I wouldn't know how to begin. But <laughs> you're too busy defending Kathleen Kennedy and Patty Jenkins. They got you hook, line, and sink. Yo, so you you think that I'm just like soft on bitches? Is what you're saying? This is what he's implying to our viewers. He is implying that I'm soft on bitches, and that is not the case. Here's the deal, Broham. Listen, I what don't. Ha- is, I don't is, have beep. I don't have beeping out technology for the podcast yet, so you're going to be responsible for finding that part and beeping it. <laughs> well, here's here's all I'm saying is. I am not soft on <laughs> bitches, but what I have to say is that Theo, Theo, Kathleen Kennedy is basically as an executive producer. You take all the hits and the uh, all the you hits, take the hits and, and the wins, yeah, and the wins. And she has currently a lot of wins. It's true; her earlier track was not wins. Currently, she's wins, and we all know Filoni and Favreau are responsible. However, she gets to put her name on it because right. she's an executive producer, which means at an executive meeting when they want to decide whether they're going to re-up her con- contract, she could say that, like, I did this. And there's a, the way you could spin it where she could just continue to pro- <clears throat> like live. Listen, anything's possible. Yeah, anything's possible. It can go yay or nady either way. But what's definitely a fact is you're a Kathleen Kennedy simp. And then nothing's gonna change. You know what? You are a Brie Larson simp. You like that resting bitch face, bro. It's obvious, yo. Yo, honestly, I have seen posters all over his room of Brie Larson. This is not a lie. I have seen it definitely, yo. I see all I saw one in his bathroom, yo. You are sick. You are sick. She's like half your age. You sick of Oh man, yeah. So they're, 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 tra- they're trashing uh, <laughs> the High Republic, and it, it's they're crazy. Cool. It's crazy. There's so much stuff. We literally spent an hour on this show talking about a man in a buffalo suit who stormed the Capitol. <laughs> Civil war and unrest is about to break out any day. And the major concern of Star Wars YouTuber commentary is that SJWs are somehow infiltrating their. <laughs> Their fictional world and taking Luke Skywalker away from them, and I get the emotional connection there. I get it. We you know we never we never talked about. Did we talk about the Bob, Pablo 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 Hidalgo thing? I think we were off. Air oh man, that. no, yeah, that we were off air during that period. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think that anyone who's an executive or powerful person in Lucas Films who makes fun of a YouTuber for any emotion that they have about it is a loser. Okay. Is an absolute loser. Why are you making fun of this kid who loves Star Wars? He's crying in a positive way. Yeah, about your what property. What the hell is wrong? Why would you ever make a public statement? Yo, here's here's what I would say. If I was Kathleen Kennedy, 
I would fucking sit down with everyone. Gina Carano. Fucking um, who's this? Who's this lib- liberal guy? Um, Pedro Pascal. I would sit down with all of them and be like, "Stop freaking embarrassing our brand." What did Pedro Pascal? I would make. Do? The... Well, he's extreme. You know about the whole thing about the that thing that might no? not be happening. Yeah, he may or may not be problematic. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. It's all just hearsay. But I would sit down with him anyway and be like, you guys need to stop tweeting crazy shit. And that's, you need what, to and that's where Kevin Feige walks in. He's like, I'm sorry. Kathleen hasn't worked here in months. <laughs> she, she actually only has control over a small podcast on YouTube called <laughs> Fanboy Modeling School. Kathleen, I'm going to need you to take a seat. And take okay, the guys, I got to tell you. The truth is, I am sleeping with Kathleen Kennedy. That is why I have, I have the take that I do. No, but you're right. I mean, I have to say, way- she is like a fine wine, better with age. <laughs> You know what I mean? And she ages like milk. Is that what you're saying? No, she ages like a fine man, <laughs> my man. You guys don't understand it. You know, I'm playing. I've gone too far with this joke. No, obviously, Kathleen Kennedy is just in my wish drawer. I wish this would happen. But the point is, is what I'm saying is, these idiots at Star Wars need to stop making public idiots of themselves. Yeah. Like, even Kathleen Kennedy, with her, like, force is female, we don't care about ma- male uh, viewers. F that, man. But Pablo Hidalgo should not be pecking on... Yo, he made this guy's last month of... you. Star Wars theory was mocked publicly by Hidalgo. Right. And that allowed him to essentially cash in the last month of making videos of how he was abused and mistreated by them. If I was Catholic Kennedy, I would sit them down and be like, I will fire your ass if you do not get it together. Why why are people so loose on on the internet? I don't get it. So the crazy thing about that whole situation is you're right, uh his his it's a his story is actually pretty amazing in regards to his content creation history. It's like I didn't know I hopefully I have this correct. Correct me if I'm wrong, people in the comments uh apparently his first video was in regards to the first the force awakens that's when his youtube career started and it was theory yeah and it actually started uh you know him teaching like most content creators taught himself how to edit had some interesting stuff to say about snoke back when when we all thought snoke had a story (laughs) i think (laughs) i actually i don't actually think that was the first jab he's gotten from them either i think the whole your snoke theory sucks uh thing was at him too yes absolutely absolutely. uh, a few other people but what you what you've done now is whether pablo hidalgo because you got to look at the other side of this maybe star wars theory did take it out of context maybe he wasn't actually joining and maybe it was just poor decision making on pablo hidalgo's side Time, like on uh, on his side of the table to actually join in a bunch of people who were trolling a guy for crying and you could not have picked a worse person to troll a guy who openly has said that when he was going through chemo as a kid this is something that he watched oh, you couldn't have picked the right you couldn't have picked right. what the fuck <laughs> yo when he said that i was like what and I, I looked at some of his other videos and he does mention it. it he didn't just make that up he really did go through cancer treatment this kid is 
and Luke Skywalker was his savior. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it, it's but a, like, it's an idiotic move. Like, you you might as well have gone up, punched a baby deer, and then bit its head off. So remember when we we had we had a uh, Mandalorian season finale yeah. watch along. Yeah, and we had about you know how many people do you know? Four. Oh, how many people watching? Yeah, I think it was like thirty-seven, maybe. If that. So yo, he apparently had thirty five thousand yeah. people watching. That's how popular he is. Yeah, listen, and so I'll go decides to tease this kid. Are you kidding yeah. me? The crazy thing about it is his Vader fan film. People love it. The latest trailer for Vader two fan film, uh, Mace Windu returns. People at, and I mean, they threw some real money at that because that thing actually looks really amazing. The CGI, uh, the animation and stuff looks really amazing. But you picked a horrible target. Now, I could see if you were going after someone from the channel of, like, Geeks and Gamers. That guy, no one's really going to rally around. I'm not saying he's a bad guy, but he's easy to, like, not rally around, right? You know, he's right, a, yeah. He's a, an open conservative. He has very uh, staunch views about the president. He's a loudmouth, saying like that. <laughs> and, like, and woke culture. It's not like it's a, I think his name is Jeremy from the Quartering. Not that guy. It's not Star Wars girls. These are people that people consider them heels. So no one's going to rally behind them. I mean, besides their base. They're, they're, you know, they're, 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 they're fans. Right, right, right. And I'm not saying they're bad people. I'm not saying they're bad people at all. I mean, I agree with a lot of stuff that they say, but they're not bad people and they have the right to say it. But Star Wars theory is literally like kicking the sweetest guy in the school. And then everyone turning on you at the homecoming. I, I, I admit, I watch his videos and like he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's not a dick. He doesn't. He's not braggadocious. No, like no. He, it is the worst. It is the worst person to pick on, man. Dude, and, and here's the next thing you can't you can't think about on a very visceral, Cro-Magnon, lower sub thinking thing. Star Wars theory. That guy is in peak physical shape and he could literally beat pablo hidalgo oh pablo hidalgo's a fat ass are you kidding me yeah i would love to see that if they got in the ring right now i would love to see them even give him give him gloves he would still murder him he would kill hidalgo in the ring are you kidding me even if he had fucking big padded gloves he would fucking knock your he would fucking beat Hidalgo fat to death. ass build it, bearded face across to death with his own Oreo pack. Dude, he was hiding underneath his bed. But the, so here, I you know we're going on this huge rant because we're having fun. The crazy thing it's about Star it, Wars, man. You got a rant. You got a rant. <laughs> the crazy thing about it though is, man, uh, I don't know if I buy into the whole. You know, Kathleen Kennedy has disrespected fans. I know they have said some very disrespectful things. I don't know. I know there are some people. I don't know if everyone in Lucasfilm hate star wars fans i do know this the direction that star wars is going in there's some real excitement about the kevin feige property obviously there's some real excitement about boba fett there's real excitement about uh the mandalorian because i think the mandalorian cast proves that you can have deferring viewpoints and still work together the fact that pedro pascal can come out and defend a gina carano and a gina carano can like you know work with Pedro Pascal shows you that people's political leanings and ideologies are really just their own. Uh, obviously, there were some huge things I would disagree with Pedro Pascal. That does not mean I wish the man death and want him ostracized unless he starts saying some way out stuff that's a danger to society as a whole. Then maybe we need to pump his brakes. Then you know, but right now he's just a guy living his life. I I, 
I don't know what the point of this whole friggin' he's crying, make fun of him thing was, but it worked out. It, it had a negative effect. And in fact, so, you probably want to bring a guy like Star Wars Theory into the fold, right? You, you, you want to give him some type of honorary position, right. some, something like, you know, head up the, the social media page, fan engagement, uh, arrange fan meetings and stuff like that. And it's not honorary in the stupid sense. This is a guy that can really garner some real excitement for your property again, right? You know, Right. Yeah. Ahead, Why sorry. would you alienate that guy? It's insane, man. It's disgusting, man. It it sickens me. But yo, I'm gonna go throw up. Not literally. That's figurative. <laughs> I was like, what? but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think I think that uh, that's all we got for this week. Am that's I right? All we got. That's all we got. We're yo, just... happy New Year, everyone! Thank you for chiming in. Thank you for listening. We love you all. This has been amazing. Steve, where can they find you? You can find me at Talking With A Dad, Mondays and Fridays. We stream over at Talking With A Dad on YouTube. And again, look out for the Hold Up TV. First video will be coming out after the premiere of WandaVision. Oh, okay. That's in what you hear. It's Wanda- second video. Sorry, second, second video. Second, yeah, second. But he 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 is committing to a one division review. Yes, apparently. yes. If if, that, if Mantis funny. puts one up, I put one up five minutes before him just to try to screw up the algorithm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this will be fun. This will be fun. So that's where they can find you. What are, are you on any other social media platforms? Uh, none that I'm ready to promote yet. Obviously, talking with a dad. Twitter, Instagram. Go to talking with a dad over at IG. You can join the Discord. Uh, go to uh, Voice of the Fat Mantis. Hit him up on Twitter if you have something to say to me in regards to this show. Don't try to Yo, contact I'm- me directly. I am a dangerous man. Yes, he will cut your throat. <laughs> And not even think twice about it. So as you know, I can be found on my YouTube channel, Voice of the Fat Mantis. Or you can find me at Mantis Comics over on Twitter. Remember to like, share, and subscribe, bitches.